What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 1215 of Ask Pat 2.0. You're about to listen to a coaching call between myself and an entrepreneur like you. And today we're talking with Matt over at SkylandersCharacterList.com. This is a very, very niched space in the collectible industry. In fact, Skylanders doesn't even exist anymore, yet he's still managing a business there. And so the question that we're gonna answer today from Matt is whether or not he should expand into other collectibles or continue to go deeper in this space that doesn't have any new content, there's no new characters coming out. It's kind of limited. So where do we go from here? That's what we're talking about today. You can check out Matt and his stuff at skylanderscharacterlist.com. He also has a shop there as well. And you can see what we're talking about, these little figures. And again, I am pretty familiar with this stuff from back in the day, but never really got into it. And it's just so cool to see this sort of subculture and that Matt has created and what he's done there. So a lot of opportunity and you're gonna see and hear an epiphany by the end of this episode. It's gonna be really awesome. So here he is, Matt. Matt, welcome to Ask Pat 2.0. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Pat. I appreciate you for being here. And why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Well, I've been an online entrepreneur for 10 plus years now, I think. I've tried a variety of things. Some have worked, some have not, obviously. That's the life of the entrepreneur. Of course. The biggest success I think I've had comes from the land of Skylanders. And this is something that not a lot of people know about. But long story short is... I started with them back in 2012, started a website in 2013, did that for about four years. Then they decided they weren't going to make any more games. So I kind of left for about four years. But then I was kind of lost after that, had a few products here and there. But eventually I came back to Skylanders because my site was still bringing in money and I wasn't sure why, because there, there had been no new content or no new games in four years. I investigated that a little bit and found that there was still a small community, not nearly as large as it used to be, but there were still ways that I could serve them. And so I started to do that. But now I'm wondering, where do we go from here? I'm very familiar with Skylanders, by the way. In fact, my cousin, who's a little bit older than me, met his wife through the video game and, and through the experience of of being involved with Skylanders, which is a pretty cool story. But I also know that you've also been a guest on the CX podcast, the Community Experience podcast to talk about what you've built here. So tell us the current state of the business now. And I know you have a community as well. Tell us kind of all that's involved. And again, paint a picture for us for what's happening currently. And then we, we can go from there and see see where, where it takes us. All right. So the, the site originally was more information-based. I tried to just create a checklist like that was my original thing i had a checklist of of all the characters that people could use so they can complete their collections and i would help people as the games and figures released throughout the years different waves of figures let them know when they released so they could go out and get them and so that was really my focus and throughout that time i always had people asking like do you actually sell skylanders i'm like no i don't do that do i buy skylanders no i don't do that i don't want to get into that but as time went on that story kind of changed because when I left Skylanders for a while, I did start dealing in online retail and started selling things and shipping things myself. And I, I kind of learned that side of things. When I came back to Skylanders and I saw that one of the main things that people were still doing was trying to complete their collection. I noticed two things really, that they were creating YouTube content 
and they were trying to complete their collection. First thing I did was go into the YouTube side of things because I already had a channel there. I had some subscribers, not a lot, but some. And so I tried to rejuvenate that. Really, I was just looking for additional income streams for this site. I, I had some affiliate income. I turned ads back on the site. And then I'm like, okay, I'll monetize my YouTube channel. It had been monetized before, but in four years, a lot of requirements change and my channel wasn't monetized anymore. So I was focusing on that. But in the meantime, I decided, well, another income stream. What can I do? I can pick up a handful of figures and see if people are interested in buying them from me. If I can earn an extra, you know, $100, $200, $300 a month from it, cool. It's another income stream. Well, I did that and it turns out that was something that was really, really useful for people because everybody out there selling right now or the majority of people are just trying to sell off their old collections. So they're selling off large lots of things. And so what I did, since I have the, the means and opportunity, is buy those large collections and then sell all the figures individually for people to pick up just what they needed. And that's kind of been my business model now. And that just took off. I've only been selling since last May. And I've already sold, uh, we've processed over 2,400 orders, sold over 15,000 items in nine months. Wow, that is insane. And from somebody who now has also a YouTube channel in a different collectible space, but in the Pokemon space, like I've seen the rise of all collectibles now and the prices of them have been going up. And a lot of people in the Pokemon space are also doing the same thing. They're selling off their collections because they want to sort of cash in, if you will. But there's a lot of collectors who still want to, like you said, complete their collections. And, you know, luckily in the Pokemon space, there's a whole load of people who are hubs for like exchanging and you know there's the ebay and like certain personalities that that do what you're doing and you seem to be like the player in the space here which is really amazing and and that's really awesome so if you're purchasing these large orders how many do you have like what's your inventory like right now i'm curious well that, that's kind of interesting like i don't have an exact number for you right now at any given time it's been probably between one and three thousand pieces on hand what I found during the holiday season, I knew I was going to take vacation in January. And so as we moved into the holidays, I tried to bulk up my inventory. And every time I bought more and more and more, I just sold more and more and more. And so my inventory could never really grow the way I wanted it to. I never got that back stock. It's just the more I put on the shelves, the more people bought. That's crazy. Are you, are you selling, which marketplace are you selling through or, or is it on your own, own website? It's on my website. It's on your website. Okay. That's what's the name of the website in case people are curious. The easiest place if you if you're looking for the shop itself, you can just go to sclcollectibles.com. The main site is skylanderscharacterlist.com. Nice. Okay, so business seems to be going strong with the exchange and purchase of these things and and selling and whatnot. The inventory seems to be coming through. What else is there? I mean, is there a community? Is there other sort of major streams of income coming in or is this really the, the, the main thing right now? In all honesty, that's that's like 90, 95% of the income right now. So I, like I mentioned, I do still have a little bit of affiliate income trickling in from eBay and Amazon affiliate stuff. I do have a few ads on there yet. I try to remove most of them because I'm not a big ads guy. And I do have a small VIP group that I started that was originally just kind of my entry back into the Skylanders world. It's like, hey, will people support me in what I'm doing? So originally it was just like, support me making videos. Here you go. But then when I opened the store, that gave me more opportunities. 
So I'm like, okay, if you become a VIP, we'll give you a 20% discount in the store. And then I started hosting my own auctions on the site. So then we got into VIP auctions where the more rare, hard to find stuff I offered to my VIPs first. That's all included in that package there. But even with that, I, I think I only have like 30 VIPs right now paying me like 10 bucks a month. Like they, it's nothing huge. The bulk of my income by far is still from the sales of the shop. How much time are you spending you know, per day or, or, or per week on this business with the current model that you have? So it fluctuates a little bit because in the early days, I was doing everything myself. Back in October, I brought in Jillian to take over the shipping for me. And so that's off my plate. But I'm still completely in charge of like bringing in new inventory and I have to check it all and uh, make sure all the figures work and that type of thing before I hand them over to Jillian. Like I, I will probably be taking that off my plate sooner rather than later. But for the time being, that's still just with the shop activities, I would say could be 20 to 30 hours a week at least. Great. I think we have a great understanding of what it is that you do and what's entailed and where the revenue is coming from. So I'd love to ask you, like, where would you like to best use this time? How do you want to progress and where might you feel some tension or where are there growth opportunities that you want to discuss? Tell me what's on your mind. So my original concern when I got back into this was how long can this last? And eventually I, I, I got my head wrapped around that this is not completely tied to the brand anymore. Because that's what's happened in the past. When I first got started with Skylanders, then they stopped making games. And so I backed out. Then I went to a, a trading card game called Lightseekers. I was the number one in that business. But then they decided we're going to quit after two years. And so that business disappeared for me. And I'm like, I don't want this to happen again. When I finally settled down and said, hey, people have been collecting Skylanders now for the past 10 years. Even the past four years, when there were no new games or new figures coming out, I just wasn't there to see it. And so this could continue for some time. So it is collectibles. It can go on for some time. But I'm struggling because I don't know how much more I can ask of my audience, where the hobby of collecting things is already fairly expensive. There is a limited number of things they can collect, so some of them may actually complete their collections at some point. Can I really ask, you know, okay, here's a more expensive VIP product, or here's a book I wrote about the history of Skylanders, buy this from me, or here's some merchandise, buy this from me. Like, how much can I ask from someone for, with a essentially dead franchise? Like, what is the limit there? With no new content coming out, can I continue, like, is that audience going to continue to grow? Is it going to continue to shrink? I'm not sure how long I can keep doing it with just focusing on Skylanders. Yeah, I mean, this is a very interesting predicament, if you will. The fact that the company is not releasing any new characters or any new content. You can only talk about each one so often until it starts to just become repetitive, for example. But I think that when it comes to collectibles, I mean, there are people who are into just collecting in the community that comes along with that. And that is something that will always be because with collecting comes memories, it comes connection, it comes belonging. And that is where I feel like there's opportunity here for you to provide an opportunity for these people to meet each other. And that could be of value. And yes, it's very niche, but truly you don't need a ton of people 
to have a tight knit community that could be there to support each other. And especially the person who's helping to organize all of those things. Like I guarantee there would be a world where you could create an event for these people to come and then share their collection and have discussions and talk about these things. You'd mentioned an ebook or some sort of publication to showcase a lot of the history of it. That is, uh, you know, that actually is a really interesting idea, you know, and to come at it f- not from the angle of, and, and this is like in the language that you use, it, it was very apparent to me. You're like, how much could I sell them things? It's not about that, right? If you created a book, for example, that provided another level of experience for people who are into this space, well, that is a value. If you created an event that created another level of experience on this thing that, again, the company is not going to do, but you're stepping up to do, then you deserve to get, you know, rewarded and paid for that. And then everybody's winning. People are winning because they're reading about something they didn't know about or are able to take this very unique hobby that they likely cannot talk about with anybody else around them, right? This is why they're coming to you and other places, because they're the nerds who kind of are shunned when they, oh, Skylander, Skylander. I I heard of that once. Isn't that dead? Yes, but you don't want to have those conversations. You want to have Skylander? Yeah, me too. Dude, let's talk forever about this, right? Like, it's just such a cool thing. You could step up to create those new memories that can be created out of something that, yes, is old, but there can be all kinds of new things that you could create around that. I feel like that if you approach this as, what can I do to, to increase the experience that people have with this commonality, then that that's where, sorry, my dogs are barking. Somebody knocked on the door. That's where I think you could get over that fear of, well, am I selling just because I want to make money? Or am I actually making money as a byproduct of these additional experiences that are created on top of this? And we all have this beautiful thing called Skyliner that only we kind of understand about each other. And that that's, I mean, geez, I mean, I know that there are people who are like, for example, fans of, you know, particular vintage cars, cars that are not made anymore. And they meet up and they hang out and they spend loads of money on those cars. And they're part of clubs and they wear the merch because they want to, because it is a part of who they are, not because somebody sold them something to try and make money but they're happy to pay those things because it makes them feel a certain way. And that's what I imagine a lot of people in this space, much like how any collectible space is, it's not about the character. It's about the feeling of the completion of the set. It's about the feeling of being able to share the similar language that other people can't. What are your thoughts based on that response in terms of like anything that you sell or offer? It's not about the money. The money is the byproduct of that experience you're creating for them. How does that sit with you? No matter how many times I've heard you say that, it makes much more sense when you're applying it directly to my situation. <laughs> <laughs> and so what does that open up for you? It opens up a new mindset. And I think that's something that I definitely needed because I, I've had this mulling around in my head for years, honestly. Like, what else can I do? Like, even before I left for the first time, what else can I do with this brand? And it was always more a sense of what else can I create, but not in the sense that you were saying, like, what other experiences can I create? It was what other products can I create? That is definitely something that's going to open up where I can go with this, I think. I was definitely struggling to figure out, like I said, if I can just stick with Skylanders because that's what I'm known for. That's what I built my community around. Or do I have to expand to 
other collectibles to make this a viable long-term thing. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think if you did that, it might dilute the feeling. It might start dividing people. It might start, you know, not in a bad ways, just like, oh, you know, man, it's moved on to this other thing that I'm not really a big fan of. You know, MetaZoo is like the big new card game that's coming out. And pe- like a lot of people who are Pokemon um, creators have expanded into MetaZoo. And you know what? It's actually diluted their brand a bit because now some people like that. Same thing with like Pokemon creators who talk about Yu-Gi-Oh, right? Another TCG, very similar era, similar group of people. It makes sense to talk about that other thing. But then now, like sometimes I'm into those creators and then they come out with a Yu-Gi-Oh thing and I don't even care to watch it. And so now my loyalty to the brand is a little bit less because of that. So instead of going, you know, you started one inch wide, one mile deep, right? You just started with Skylanders and you went one mile deep, like so deep with it. Could you go two miles deep with it? You know, and not feel like you have to expand into other things, but expand with those who are there already. I mean, there could be, I mean, I don't know much about Skylanders in the sense that like how one might be able to display their collection, but is there, are there specific products that you can create to allow for people to better display their collection and have them front and center in their office or living room or a case of some kind? Is there a particular Skylander specific plexiglass thing that kind of protects a package that's been unopened? And is there a book that uncovers like the rarest of rare and shares with me either A, stuff I didn't know about, or B, the fact that I do have some of this rare stuff and it would validate that and make it feel really special. It could be a tool that I could use to if somebody is like, what is Skylander? Read Matt's book. This will tell you exactly why I love it so much, right? Like you could provide those tools to, again, give people a better experience when they talk about Skylander with others. I'm hoping that the gears are turning and it sounds like they are. I ho- I'm hoping this allows you to have a little bit more grace as far as creating for those who are in this space. I definitely think it does. Like you were saying going two miles deep and I, I think that's, that's definitely possible. Like there, there are so many things I have wanted to do with the website as it stands now, but I just didn't know if I could justify spending that much time and effort on something that how much can I actually get out of this in return? Like I've, I feel like I've put a lot into it already and I've had people, when I came back to it, just people who became VIPs just to support me and said, this is a thank you for all the work you put in four years ago. And mm. that is that's huge. That is something that I will cherish forever for sure. But moving forward, I think that is my answer. I think I do need to continue just focusing on Skylanders and hunker down and just make this website the go-to resource. It it, it is in many cases already, but I know there's still Google searches out there related to Skylanders that I don't show up number one for. So. I got my work cut out for me. Still room to grow, but also in addition to becoming the number one go-to resource, you could become the number one community, the number one experience creator for anybody who's involved in this space. And again, I envision, even if it's a small meetup somewhere with people, I envision like uh, an in-person thing. I envision this book that you'd mentioned, which is really exciting. I envision other products that when people see, they don't go, oh, Matt's trying to just sell me crap. They go, oh my gosh, he invented this thing that like I needed for so long. Finally, somebody stepped up to do it, right? You talked about the display case and 
we, we just had that come up in my live stream today. We were unboxing a bunch of uh, creation crystals and someone's like, was there an official display case for any of these? I'm like, not to my knowledge, but you might have something there. Well, there you go. <laughs> you know, prototype it out. You, you can even bring your audience who's there with you on that journey. You know, don't create something in secret and then be like, hey guys, look, what if you created it with them? Right. Hey, if you become a part of the VIP, I'll give you weekly access to this thing that we're creating together or what have you. I think you could definitely sell more people into the VIP. Again, not because you want to make more money from them, but because you're giving them access to an experience that's beyond what they can normally get elsewhere. And that's the big difference. I like it. I like it too, Matt. I'm excited to hear what happens because I'm in the collectible space now as well. And you know, maybe I'll follow your lead and as, as far as some of this stuff. But Matt, one more time, where can people go to get access to the store and the website? Uh, you can find the website over at skylanderscharacterlist.com or you can jump directly to the shop at sclcollectibles.com. Epic. Thank you, Matt. Good luck to you and look forward to uh, catching up again later. All right. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Matt. Again, very niched, but I think going miles deeper versus expanding outward would make for a better experience and we can level up those experiences for the people who are there. I mean, these are people who likely don't want to let go of a lot of this stuff. So how can we bring them in even more? And I'll tell you, even after we hit record to finish off and we ended the recording, he came to me and was Matt was just like, you've just opened up all these doors for me now. And it's awesome. And, and we hear the kind of thing that we've heard a lot where people here on the show often just need another person to, to validate what they originally thought perhaps was a good idea, but then started questioning, right? You just need permission sometimes. And I give you permission to succeed as well. You listening to this right now. And if you want to continue to succeed, hit that subscribe button <laughs> if you haven't already. Yeah, please hit subscribe. I appreciate you and I look forward to serving you in next week's episode. We've got a lot more stuff coming your way, so don't miss out on it. Thanks so much. Peace out. And here's to Matt and his SkylandersCharacterList.com website and his store and everything else he has going on there. Super cool. And I hope you check it out. Peace out, everybody. Thanks so much. And as always, Team Flynn for the win. Thanks for listening to Ask Pat at askpat.com. I'm your host, Pat Flynn. Our senior producer is Sarah Jane Hess. Our series producer is David Grabowski. And our executive producer is Matt Gartland. Sound editing by Duncan Brown. Ask Pat is a production of SPI Media. We'll catch you in the next session. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, 
the Smart Passive Income Podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income Podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.